0: Sam. God. Sam. God. Don't make us get the E. It's clearly uh. not Sam.
1: <laughs>
0: hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. I'm Justin.
1: Pod on You Loons, this is Sam. Pod on You loons. this is James. How are we, guys? James coming to us from Appledorn. Am I saying it right?
2: Yeah, Appledorn. Brand new office. Whoa.
1: Recording studio. He just moved from Utrecht. That's why he was not here in the last episode. He is now in Appledorn. How, how would a Dutch person say it? Appledorn? 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 Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, but it's Utrecht, though. So that, that's the one you're That's watching. what I said. Yeah, but it's it's fine. Uh, I don't live there anymore. Direct.
1: You don't have Oot to. Direct. No, it's all it's all good. You U-tract. now, <laughs> Yeah. Does Apple Dorn have its own Erie Divisie team? Yeah,
2: your, your accents are like all in the wrong place. Uh, no, actually, no, they don't.
1: Like uh, second division, third division. How far down does Apple Dorn go?
2: I don't even. <sighs> I don't even know, actually. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, professional branch was dissolved in 2013. Oh, whop, whop. So, uh, yeah. Well,
1: that yeah. sucks. Let's Very get low. to what people want to hear about, though. And <laughs> now we are a Minnesota United podcast, but I think as a podcast listener, I am a listener of many podcasts, and I like to get to know the host a little bit. They become my friends. And I, I hope that you all think of James as like a friend to you.
0: I'm that cool international friend that no so, one ever sees. Yeah. Is yeah. he British? You're- is he Australian? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows?
1: <laughs> he lives in the Netherlands for some reason. <laughs> Fusing. It's all over the place. But it's like Saturday or Sunday morning and James is sending us pictures of, of his move. He's in a brand new apartment. And he is saying, Oh, the only thing we have left to do is install the floor. And I'm like, what, why are you installing the floor? And he is like, because we don't have one yet as, as if that was just end of conversation. So I ask a little bit more questions, like what happened to the previous floor? He's like, the previous owners took it with them. And is, does anyone else find this weird? And like 50 back and forth later, I realized that James thought it was also weird when he moved to the Netherlands from Australia. So it's true. people in the Netherlands, they take their floors with them when they move.
2: Yeah, like the, the, the difference is right. So there's, there's a small part of this story. Um, we, we, the, they didn't take their floor with them. We got a brand new kitchen. So they basically destroyed the floor in the mm-hmm. kitchen. So we had to replace that in the living room because they demolished a wall to make it nice and open and fresh and European and shit. But yeah, generally uh, people take their floor with them because it's like, we, we kind of don't install like hardwood floors or tiles. Like that's kind of only if you're really in a proper house in like apartments and flats and student housing, you basically have what you call like laminate flooring, like laminate. So it kind of looks like wood, but it it's not really.
1: Now, I had a really good joke that none of you reacted to, and it was, is it because you guys keep messing them up with those wooden shoes?
2: No, no reaction.
0: Sam, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Hey, by the way, I wish you could all see. Sam has this delicious mustache right now. Oh, Sam? it's filthy, oh, yeah, and oh, beautiful, man. oh,
2: in equal measure. Yep, that's dirty, man. Mate, I, I, I tell you what, I shaved the other day, and I was Look, I left nice. the mustache on. Thanks, man. I, I, I left the mustache on, and uh, the girlfriend was like,
1: "No." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's I'm the sash that for, game. Sam? You know, we're we're wearing masks all the time. It's just it's like your little <laughs> secret. You could just keep yeah. that to yourself. Yeah. See this. my is, secret mustache. Yeah. This
2: is what happens when you're having, you know, a second kid. You just have to spice up <laughs> you have to spice it up a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Guys, I'm yeah, excited.
2: I'm- I love my new office. It's it's It looks nice. So great, man! I hate building IKEA furniture. I've had to build five lots of IKEA furniture, and I have a sixth one to build tomorrow. I honestly I like hate it.
0: Very nice Clax book bookcase you got behind you, right? Is that they called Clax there? I guess IKEA is called the same thing every, everywhere, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: And I got the Mound desk and the Mound chest of drawers. I had to build three chest of drawers,
1: mm. like
0: the exact same one three times. Did they have all the right pieces? Yeah. Because sometimes I, I love IKEA, but sometimes they don't give you all the stuff.
2: Yeah, you get stinged
0: on like uh, screws or something. No, no,
2: everything, every, everything was there, man. I tell you what, after building the same drawer twelve times, I no longer needed the instructions.
0: You're like a machine. You like yeah. you got these down.
2: Just screwing it all together. This is
0: all we're gonna have from now on. Anytime we have a, every time we do one of these, it's gonna be, it's gonna be from IKEA. Yeah. Do you ha- do you have like the physical stores where you're at? Yeah, yeah, of course we do. Did you get the uh, Swedish meatballs when you're? I
2: mean, that? we're not we're not allowed to go in them, Justin.
0: Oh, okay. like oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. I mean, having said that though, on Wednesday uh, our curfew stops and our stores open to the general public. Nice. So we no longer need to make appointments because because we we picked up an IKEA uh, cabinet today. We literally pulled up to IKEA in the car park. We registered that we were there, and like two minutes later, someone came out, scanned our QR code, and dropped the stuff, and then left. And we got oh, to really like nice. pack it in our pack it in our car,
1: car park. So what are you gonna guys call sense. it? A
2: parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's where you park your car, man.
0: <laughs> I've heard. i there's places in the states, Sam, that call them car parks. Ha <laughs> Thwarted. What do you, what do you call a, a water fountain, Sam? Are you a, do you call it a bubbler? Are you do you, do you do you stick true to those Wisconsin roots?
1: Yes, I do call it a bubbler. Thank hey you Justin,
2: it's a scrawny it's, scone, <laughs> it's a bubbler.
1: It's a <laughs> bubbler. It's just like the eastern half of Wisconsin plus Boston that calls it the bubbler. Nice. Yep. All right, let's get into Minnesota United news. Of course. You want to hear more Minnesota United News or more about James's trips to IKEA or his new floor or my new mustache, my secret mustache. I'm sure Justin will have something to bring to the table soon. Give us a subscribe. You know, we like it when you rate and review us as well, but for sure subscribe to us. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Podloons. Means the world to us, keeps our tiny little independent show going.
0: I mean, I mean, Justin's getting a new house. I am. Well, like we have a closing date. I'm still waiting for for something to like happen for some reason. It just feels like everything. The whole process just seemed way too. Now, granted, I was gonna say way too easy, but granted, my wife has done most of the work, so like <laughs> she gets all the credit. Like I, it's literally like Justin, check your email so you can you can sign paperwork, and I'm saying sign with quotation marks because I just tap my finger. Oh my God. Spotify. That thing is awesome. You don't yeah. even have to sign. You just, you just say, Oh yeah, that's, that's my signature. It's just me clicking a button. Yep. And yeah. So it's been relatively easy for me. Now what <laughs> happens though, is when we move, because like, I'm just a, a big dude, like I'm going to be the one that moves all this stuff. So that's going to be when I, I show my worth in this house transaction <laughs> is by, by bringing all of our furniture, which we're we're interested to see if it can actually fill up our house. Our house is going to be about like 1200 square feet and our apartment right now is like si- like 700 square feet, so it's 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 for us it's going to be a huge increase in size. So we'll see if our stuff fits in it, like if we need to buy more things, but yeah, I'm super pumped. Nice, man. Well, like next time we move, we've
2: decided we're getting a moving company because oh my <laughs> god. Like when you have two sofas Bet, like, you've got so many things that are like double, you just like they can move it next time. Screw moving it ourselves.
1: Now, James, you probably just missed this, but when like Justin and I were in college, and I didn't know Justin super well in college, but I just remember every time one of my buddies moved having to carry those just big tube TVs <laughs> from house to house. Oh. And like, think about how much better moving is now that TVs aren't such a hassle. It like just five hundred pound TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in in like you couldn't grab onto them like anywhere good, and just think about how l- unlucky we were that those were the TVs basically throughout our college our college days, and then as soon as we got out, everyone ditched those. Well, I shouldn't say as soon as we got out because we still had to move them out of. Wherever. <laughs> we still had to move them out of our buddy's apartment or our buddy's house. and You're basically just dragging uh, La Tortuga between the two of
2: you between houses, eh?
1: More or less, mean... yeah. <laughs> More or less. Anyway, Adrian Hanu. He's coming to Minnesota, guys. It's official. We got him. <laughs> they didn't even play that game where they pretty much make it official and then Two weeks later, after everyone forgot, they say, hey, guys, we got a signing coming up. We're <laughs> announcing a signing today. And that's the guy that we thought was already signed. You know you know why? You know why they, they couldn't do that? It's
2: because I managed to retweet a bunch of stuff from, uh, from France and got oh, on that yeah. boat
0: early. Yeah, they like, does that normally happen? Like, they broke it. Like, the other team his French club was the one that said he's coming here officially. Yeah. Like, isn't that great? Like the, they were the first people. St-
2: Ren were like, oh, here's his video saying goodbye. And here's all your highlights. And then also, oh, yep. He's going to Minnesota. He's going to the MLS. <laughs> see you later. Bye.
1: Well, I didn't realize he was with that club for like a decade or more. He was there for a long time and people are sad to see him go. He had like a goal chant. Like, I don't know if you guys
0: heard that in the the highlight video. If you listen, if you keep watching the highlight video, I think it's like a minute in or like a minute 10 in or whatever that you start hearing their goal chant for
1: him where they just they say his name. Uh, But it was fun. I think he was a fan favorite. I even see fans from France ordering his Minnesota United jersey. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. We're going to do that for Hassani someday. (laughs) Did,
2: did you see Minnesota put out a tweet that was like, hi, all you French fans. Like, bonjour, we're Minnesota United.
1: <laughs> That's like at the start of Team America where they land in Paris and they're just like, bonjour, everyone, and Paris just is just burning in the background. Nailed it. Bonjour. Oh, gosh. All right. Ramon Abila. So sometimes social media can... Give us some good news and lead us in the right direction. Sometimes it leads us totally in the wrong direction because there was a mistranslation, it sounds like. And Ramon Bila. we thought he was really hurt. And it sounds like he was just a little sore from playing for the first time in several months. So we obviously we didn't see him on Saturday night. Could have used him on Saturday night, but sounds like he's actually not hurt that bad. He was just a little sore. So he's coming back. We don't quite know when Adrian Hunu is going to be with the team. We don't quite know when Ramona Bila is going to be back, but we could have both those guys pretty soon.
0: And I, I thought I heard that, in Sam, I can't speak because I butcher everyone's name, but it's supposed to be like Adrian, like you're supposed to like give it the E noise. That's what I, I heard. So we gotta, I got to stop calling him Adrian because it's like Edrion. Adrian.
1: Adrian. 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 <laughs>
0: Isn't that what I said? You said Adrian. You you do it. We always do. We we Did put I? a little. We put a little American flavor to it.
1: Just I don't know. I thought my spri- French was pretty good.
2: Sprinkling that freedom on it. <laughs> so Franco Fragapane, while uh, all the Hnu, uh, news was breaking,
1: now it was like right I after. You know how to say that name. I do know how to say that name. <laughs> true.
2: Yeah. True. Like, like literally right after, in fact, uh, Alex was tweeting in the same thread that I was tweeting in to keep all the news in one place, which, thanks Alex, I appreciate that.
1: Shout out Re- Alex.
2: Reports he was linked to Columbus, and that he was it's going to sign. I
1: thought it was Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it was Cincinnati, same was- thing. Whatever, some
0: random Ohio town. Yeah,
2: actually, yeah, it was it was Cincinnati. Yeah, he was reported uh, in a foreign language tweet that uh, he was going to the MLS, and it was going to be Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Mister Greeter. Shout out Andy Greeter. Yeah, shout out Andy Greeter. Man, that 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 guy does work, and we appreciate it. Um, All those reports are false. He's not going to Cincinnati. That's just stirring the pot.
1: But he's playing a ton in Argentina still. So he's like the opposite of (laughs) Adrian Adrian Hunu. Adrian. He's like the opposite of that because Adrian Hunu was basically being like kept behind like glass, you know, making sure that he was just in pristine condition by the time he got over here. Where Franco Fragapane is just being run to the ground over in Argentina. He's playing like full games, week in, week out little bit of a different situation. So we're hoping that he's on his way, right? Especially after two two losses in a row to open our season up. We are hoping reinforcements are on the way. But this isn't what typically happens.
2: And, and can I say, reading a tweet from Andy Greener, that uh, he played 84 minutes uh, yesterday or the day before uh, and didn't score for the first time in three games. So... Like, he's actually also, like, on fire as well. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to him just coming in and scoring some goals. Yeah. Continue that hot streak. We had a lackluster Saturday. Mm. Yeah. But, Justin, you came to the house
0: yeah, for the first I, time in over a year. I get, I went over to Sam's place and we got to watch the game. Got to see the little girl. She's, she's awesome. She was shy at first, but by the end, she was she was telling us her ABCs, so that was nice. Yep,
1: she doesn't get too far past C. But...
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you know why, All right, It's like C for Cheesehead, and then that's, that's as far as she needs to go. Yeah. I?
1: I wish. No, she's a huge Cookie Monster fan. Huge Cookie Monster fan. <laughs>
0: Uh, James, I got. I guess I got. We're gonna we're gonna waste a little bit of time here, but I got to tell you just real quick, James. Sam was just talking about the 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 TV shows that his daughter watches, and he spent way too long discussing a plot line to the Cookie Monster like story in Sesame Street. It was great. It was just you could tell that that Sam is he is intrigued, invested. He is yeah. invested in this storyline. <laughs> He told us all about the crumb. I know if I probably asked him about it right now, he'd spend like a solid 15 minutes telling us about it. But just know Sam loves Cookie
1: Monster. It just is probably just as much as his daughter. People told me this was going to happen. And it's true. Like when you are a parent and you're watching shows for your kid and really Sesame Street's the only thing we really let her watch at this point. But there are certain things that are made purely for kids. And there are certain things that are made to, be humorous for adults. Elmo is made just for kids. There is nothing entertaining about that little red guy. I get that he's cute. Okay. I get that he's cute. I get that the Tickle Me Elmo, that was fun. But Cookie Monster, actually, he's he's an entertaining dude. So I just before you leave this subject, I don't know if you guys saw in the news. I don't know if it made it over there,
2: but There was uh, like a traveling Sesame Street thing going around Australia and uh, two guys in Adelaide stole Big Bird's costume (laughs) and then left it with like like an apology note, like just randomly in a park somewhere for the police to find.
1: All right. Wild night at the pub. (laughs) So our lineup in our 2-1 loss at home. To Real Salt Lake. It was Dane St. Clair in the goal. Had another good night despite the loss. Ramon Metinair, Michael Boxall, Juca Retalia, and Chase Gasper. Defense. Our midfield was Young Grigish and Will Trapp. And our attacking midfield was Finlay, Reynoso, and Robin Lud. Robin Lud, he was on the right. Finlay was on the left. A little bit of a reverse of what we normally would see. And then Juan Aguidelo up top. So, guys, I just want to throw this out at you. How do you feel about the lineup? How do you feel about some of the changes that were made from our loss at Seattle to our loss against Real Salt Lake? Well, obviously, Brett Coleman was not in the lineup. You know, he was kind of we kind of made him the boogeyman for that Seattle loss.
0: Right, like it was like he was the guy. It was his fault, you know, the things had happened negatively. So, you know, he's out. Man, I cannot say his name. (laughs) Retalia. Retalia goes in. And uh, so we get to see him and get to see kind of like this is kind of our first real look at him a ton. So and I don't know. I don't know if he really stood out good or bad for me. But I mean, that's the big one, I guess. And then like Agadello. I don't know. He didn't really impress me much. Really slow. There was a couple times where there was like a breakaway situation, and they get the ball to him, and everything just shut down. And it was just like, oh, oh, oh,
1: man,
0: <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> nah, it's gone.
1: That's what stood out for me. What about you, Sam? I, I mean, I have never seen Finlay on the left. I don't think. I really oh. I really don't think so. Robin Lud on the right, he seemed to be more comfortable, right? He got the goal.
2: Yeah, he did. On the board. First <laughs> one of the year.
1: First one of the 24 to year. go. <laughs> he, he seemed more involved, but it was odd seeing Finlay on the left. It definitely makes me feel like this Nico Hansen injury was maybe a bigger deal than we maybe originally thought kind of the same way this Baki DeBasi injury is having more implications than we originally thought as well. So I, I don't know. I think it makes sense. I think the lineup made sense. I can't really think of a way to make the lineup better other than maybe trying to rig Hassani Dotson into it somehow. But
2: And I mean, he did sub in for young Greg you know, in the end.
1: Right, I think with the 4-2-3-1, it would be hard to fit Hassani into that. If it was a 4-3-3, I think it's pretty obvious that Hassani would have a place in that, but I don't know, it it just... My thoughts in the lineup is I'm looking forward to some guys getting back and I'm looking forward to some guys getting signed. And and something that
0: we... I guess we probably could have talked about earlier, but that's, we could talk about it now. Adrian H- Hanu like... They want him to play winger. So he's not just going to be just a number nine for us. And I don't know if we ever had discussed that as being something that we would look to have him do. It'll be nice to see, I guess, see him and Nabil at the same time. They might, we ta- they talked about maybe doing two strikers, but, but Hunu might play, maybe he plays in the left. Maybe that's where he ends up because it sounds like he's, he's played there before.
2: Do you think we would, we could go to like a, a four three, one, two, and then have Ray as the one and then have two strikers.
0: Is that something people do? Is that like a formation that's, it's used?
2: Yeah. If you have like your two strikers who are kind of might end up being a little wider, but Mm -hmm. then you have like the playmaker through the middle to kind of feed to both of them.
1: James is just like, man, in the Dutch fourth division, you see this all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: This is like the formation that they roll out all the time, guys. Nah, Are they more they, like the like wing winger wing backs? Excuse me. Is that more like the look then? Yeah, I mean my my football manager was always my football manager uh, lineups were always five three two with two wing backs. Just yeah, absolutely gunning it. But I mean, like if if you've got two strikers, you're either doing like what four four two or four three three, but then like there's a weird offset. Right? Because if you've only got two strikers, then you need one to drop in behind. That's where the four-three-one-two one 2 comes from. Because hmm. you just have someone play just behind the two strikers.
1: Well, Adrian Heath, check your fan mail. You have some from the Netherlands, and they have all sorts of advice there on how you can use two strikers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is proven to work from James's football manager campaign, so... Take it seriously, okay? But, guys, a 2-1 loss. So what do you make of Minnesota United's defensive performance there? I mean,
2: I I don't want to do what the rest of Twitter did and throw Chase Gaspar under the very, very fast Twitter bus.
0: But, I mean. I mean, the the first one's his fault. Like, I'm, I'm watching it right now, James, and it's rough. Well, the, the second one
1: was pretty rough too.
2: The, the the failed pass back was, that was bad.
1: I so thought like, the second one was more rough than the first one, but. But, but I mean, like, I don't know. I guess I've, I'm not
0: look I'm, I'm currently watching the first one right now. So maybe that's why I'm feeling this way. But <laughs> uh, it looks, so like one of the, like they're going on a run, right? They got numbers going forward. They try to do a through ball in front of Chase Gasper. And he just screws it up. Like the guy kicks it right to him and he tries to like, get a touch on it and and like but then it's a bad touch he loses control then he he like does a really bad slide tackle that could have been a could have been a pet like a foul and then it's just a cluster and then that goal happens like it's just it's just a rough situation where i think Audra martin no what's her name what's sorry kendra kendra i'm i'm getting mixed up with the, kendra the so i think she it was came Kend- to my
1: school She came to my
0: school. I think Kendra St. Aubin, she said it best. She's like, he should, the moment they, he cuts off that through ball. He just needs to fire that thing in the stands. Just clear that out. But he's trying to get too cute. He's trying to, you know, get a touch in the ball and and try to dribble with it. And he just loses control. And it's really bad for us.
2: Yeah. Cause as soon as I pick it up, it's just like, and in the net.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I mean, what's Dan going to do? There's just so much, it's just a garbage, garbage moment. You know,
1: ugh, rough goal. Well, in Minnesota United had been controlling the game. They had had the better chances prior to that moment, and
2: yeah, we hit the side net.
1: Didn't capitalize, and now Real Salt Lake is up one zero.
2: Uh, and this the second one is just. I mean, the second one's pretty awful as well. Oh boy! Like, oh no! And that one, I that oh, one, I re- it, I really
1: yuck. put that one on. I really put that one on Chase. I I don't I don't hate on Chase. I I like Chase, and I'm I'm gonna give him props later for defending our honor. Right? He gave he gave the guy a square. Like he just like he let him. He was like,
0: "So oh, hey, you want to you want to go? You want a goal? Here you go." I buddy. think I think the worst part of the second one is he
2: kind of like runs off the guy as well, and then he's like, "Oh, it's yours, DS. Uh, C- oh. oh oh, it's not. Oh no, oh, it's not yours. Uh oh. Oh dear. Like I think the first one, you know, probably could have happened like to anyone. Like I, I I think that just happens. Like you've just gotta be better. But
1: the second one is just bad, man.
2: Like, that's not
1: good. So Do you think he good. did like the slow, like in a Christmas story when Ralphie's just like <laughs>
2: the brain the brain is like oh boy
0: <laughs> uh, so that was another james watching the game with sam it was great and watching it was with, with sam's wife sarah she had some great commentary on it because i brought up after that i think it was the second goal i was like chase gasper he's really good at getting like his his he's so good at getting forward on offense you know as a left back and then i think she said like but you got to be able to play defense <laughs> and it was you know very much very much true sarah very much true that yes, you can be an off like a great attacking left left back, but if you can't play defense, oh boy, <laughs> you can't
2: play left back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a problem. Oh.
1: She was a Farmington Tiger. I I don't know what position she played, but
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, man. If, if there Sarah, Sarah was a left back, like she's the ultimate like shade, like she's qualified person to just.
1: I'm pretty yeah. sure it was midfield. I just have no idea what side of the field. How long have you known her, Sam? And you don't know what position
0: she played? You have a soccer podcast. Your wife played soccer, and you don't even
1: know what position she played. I don't know. <laughs> she probably doesn't know what events I ran in and track. Yeah, but, but she, she, she narrowed down. She, but... she doesn't have a track <laughs> and
0: field podcast that she's like discussing <laughs> the sport of track and field on the regular. <laughs>
1: Dude, I don't even know what position you played in for St. Thomas, and that was much more recent. I've I've even talked about it on this podcast what position I played. I guess. You were one of the offensive position. linemen. I, I forget which one. I played left tackle. Okay. Do you even remember what position I played in football, Sam? Were you a striker?
2: Uh originally, yes. I did not talk about that though.
1: Were you a goalkeeper? <laughs>
2: yeah. Our goalie got, uh, you know, I, I basically pulled a DSC in our uh, in our team. Like, our number one goalie got injured, and then I took over the, the gloves, and then when he came back, I just stayed there.
1: With, so, with, you guys heard it here first. James and DSC, essentially the same person. We're, we're like the same guy. We're good at penalty stops. And, and James, what was the name of your high school in Perth, Australia? Uh, Hale. Ooh, that H-A- sounds bougie.
2: L.A. Yeah, it was. It was bougie.
1: Nice. Yeah. Or would you guys say bougie or would you say posh? We would say bourgeois. Bourgeois. Uh, no posh.
2: Or Gosh. or wanky is is generally the, the term that we put onto it.
1: Wanky, huh? Yeah. Go figure. So that was the defensive side of the ball for Minnesota United, but. What do we make of the offensive side of our performance? What do you guys think of the lid goal? Like, how was it?
2: I mean, guys, we had twenty-three shots.
0: Hmm.
2: Like, we had more than we had more than double RSL. So clearly, we we were good.
1: We were we were good on the offensive side, but some of them were just from, some of them were just like from downtown, not. Not to to sound like I'm an NBA jam, but... (laughs) David Ochoa was just... He was shutting us down the whole game. He's so good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's
2: let's get on on to that. Let's
1: get on to that in a minute. I don't have this in front of me, but I don't remember many of them being on target either. um, I don't think they were. Two.
2: There were two that were on target out of twenty-three.
0: I think David Ochoa is very, very lucky that they weren't on target.
2: <laughs> yeah. So so put it this way. We had twice as many shots, but they had twice as many shots on target. But the LOD goal, Aussie to Ray, Ray to Dodson. Dodson with a ball inside that was pretty good behind uh, Justin McMaster, who flicked it on and then LOD slammed it in the corner. It was great like oh man Ray's vision is just oh like chef's kiss just just amazing like that man is just so good but yeah I mean we had 23 shots we (laughs) we've just got to get better at hitting the target that's all that's all just that just that one minor thing
1: yeah, and it was really interesting with the Lud goal. Like that as you said, James, that was a very nice buildup involving Reynoso, involving Hassani, involving McMaster. Very nice build up. And it I kind of contrasted it with, for example, our game against Portland last year where we were scoring goals off of off of counter attacks. And so it it was almost as if RSL beat us the way that we beat some teams last year. It's just, it. it's different. It's different. We're still kind of getting used to this whole Minnesota United having the possession, Minnesota United having the chances, but then Minnesota United faltering to the counterattack. It's just, it's not something that we're used to. We we tend to be a little bit more defensively sound than we have been.
2: Well, I I don't know about you, but this, this just has Arsenal written all over it. Winning the possession, having the shots on goal and still losing. Oh, classic
0: Arsenal.
1: Please don't the, compare uh, us to Arsenal. <laughs> I think
0: the shows, and I, I hope that I'm not having another moment where I zoned out for a little bit. And Sam probably said this, uh, but this all comes back to like Bakayde Bassy. Like we need him back on the back end, you know. Like we need to have. Like I think he showed how good he could be. Michael Boxall is fantastic, but we just need those two stalwart center backs that can just hold down the fort in the back because that's what allows Chase Gasper to go forward. Is the fact that we have good center backs saving us because that's that's what chase does he gets forward he he helps create offensive stuff like he's yes he plays left back but he's not there for his defensive acumen right he's there because of his ability to help
1: moving forward so it'll be really great to have Bakai back whatever that is so here's a question for you guys and I don't have the answer to it and I don't know who has the answer to it but was Jose Ahak Severely underrated last year because it's not like Baki Debassi was on the team. Like we signed a midsummer and Eikopar only played the first two games. So that meant from after the first two games all the way through the MLS's back and for the start of whatever we called the return after the MLS's back. Eikopar wasn't there, Baki wasn't there. So it was mostly Jose Aha, sometimes Brent Coleman. Was Aha just underrated? We didn't complain about Baki being gone before he arrived. Like, what's up with that?
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe we just thought, like, you know, I don't remember having too many complaints about Brett Coleman last year.
1: That's because he was in, like, Texas. Um, Shoot, what team was he on? San El Paso? I think he was on El Paso. Because he was suspended for substance abuse. And oh, yeah. then when he came back he was buried in the depth chart and then he got loaned out and then we brought him back once everyone started getting hurt
2: yeah so i mean he still played a bunch of games for us last year right the back end anyway
1: we we saw him yeah
2: we saw him play yeah i don't know maybe we were just too too quick to like vilify him after the first like the 4-0 loss
1: like do you think if we hadn't have benched him it would have been we would have been better i don't know I, I really don't know. And I I mean, we're talking this game like two different moves by Chase Gasper in this entire game could have been very different. And we could be talking about our defensive mm-hmm. performance way different. So not, not to say this again, but goals, goals change, goals, goals, change, 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 games, games. People. goals change games. But I, I, I don't know. Right. Like I don't think Brent Coleman in the previous game necessarily showed us that he belongs in the field and he wanted to switch things up. I'm not, and I, and I don't disagree with that. And I don't necessarily think that Juka had a bad game this game. So that doesn't even seem like the wrong decision.
2: Well, also can, can we talk about how I discussed that Juka should be on the field like two, three podcasts ago? Tuition to issue response was nah. He's like buried in the depth chart. He's not even that good. <laughs> And here we are, game two, starting center back. I would take that credit. Thank you.
0: Who knows if he'll be there
1: for, for game three, though? We'll see.
2: Well, you know what? It doesn't matter, Justin. He was there for game two. <laughs> That's all that counts.
1: Someone that was there for game one and game two, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about Justin McMaster. I mean, I,
0: I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I think. Did I you buy his jersey already? No, I didn't. Uh, If it was was like, okay, so if he pulled like the, the BA move and had his name just be Justin on the back, I would buy it, but he it's McMaster, you know, I mean, McMaster is still a sweet name. Uh, But I, you know, I, I thought, you know, when they drafted him, the conversation was that he was this fantastic player, super heralded like his sophomore year of college. And then he had a rough, he had like a, he tore his ACL or had a bad knee injury, something like that. So his, his, his year back was rough. And like, you kind of learn this about sports. Like you're, you come back from an ACL the first year back from an ACL, you aren't that good. But then after that, it's like, you're better than ever. So, and like, like there's a chance and obviously it can go the other way, but, but he just, he's looked good. I mean that, oh my gosh, that, that assist, like Mm. the way he kicked way the way he kicked the ball, the load. I thought, I was like, who is that? It's like, that's McMaster. Like that was such a surprise that he was the one with that volley, but I think he's they they obviously see something in him because he's already played two games, right? Like, I and, think he's I, say And I mean, technically, it was a
2: one-two because Lodd tapped it up and then McMaster just tapped it back to him, and then he just like slammed it home. I mean, the guy looks good, mm-hmm. but but the problem is he's on the left wing, right? And if we're and if we're signing Franco, then. <laughs> Maybe maybe he just plays sub. Like maybe yeah. he's like Franco's sub for the season. Exactly. And like maybe he gets a run occasionally. I mean I'm for sure the guy looks good, man. Like, is this another like draft pick that we that we actually keep?
1: Well then I know that we're a little we're a little weakened on the left with Nico Hansen being hurt and with Franco Fragapane maybe or maybe not coming in. So I, I know that that helps him get on the field. But like if we think back to like our previous draft picks, we think back to Sonny Dotson getting on the field in, I think it was our first couple of games, his rookie season just coming on as a sub. That was, that was telling. That was telling that he saw something in Dotson and that Dotson was someone to keep an eye on going forward. And I'm just being reminded of that because right, like Chase Gasper, he's a regular starter on our, on our team. He wasn't making appearances in the first games of the season. The way Dotson was McMaster is. So I'm, I'm just intrigued that Justin McMaster getting all this attention early on. And it makes me excited that maybe we found another diamond in the rough.
0: And I saw that the, obviously, like the benches are still super big for COVID, right? Like, I think that's why the benches have like eight people on them. But the other, the other first round pick, the guy they took the pick after, I'm not even going to try to say his name, but we we drafted him. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure they, if, if we're up, they're going to try him out too, you know, like they're going to find a way to get him some run. I like to have him on the bench. I don't know. Did, was Colin Montgomery on the bench. No. So so they put the they got the rook in on the bench over you know Colin Montgomery, the guy that you know so I think they probably are very high on both of them cuz they I think they both have been sub or bench guys for both games, right? Uh hold please operator. <laughs> well, I find that out for you.
2: Yes. So they like what they see. Also, can we talk about how we only made three subs and RSL made five? I, I mean,
1: does it. Who was left out that you really wanted in? So we subbed in Dotson, we subbed in McMaster, and we subbed in Ozzy. Who did you really want to see? Foster.
2: No, um, Foster. Foster. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know. Like, maybe DJ Taylor? Like.
1: <laughs> but But, like, know, our man. problems like, weren't our problems weren't coming in on right back. Like how is switching the right back going to influence the game in this favor? Like. That's true. And you're taking Metonair out. I don't know if you want to
0: take like, cause Metonair is just. like okay, the, you know, Yeah. He's the, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the
2: only people we had left to sub were Brett Coleman, DJ Taylor, Jacory Hayes,
1: Foster or Nabila. Yeah. Gucci. I mean, more or less, I, I don't think of most of those guys, you know, maybe the exception being Hayes, but you already brought in Dotson. I, I don't think of most of those guys coming in and contributing on offense. So given given the way the game was going, shoot, James, like, we're impressed Adrian Heath made three subs. You want <laughs> I mean, to make yeah. five? <laughs> yeah, okay. Sometimes he doesn't make any. That's true. So- Slow baby steps, I guess. We're, we're down like 1-0,
0: one nil, and he he doesn't make a sub. You know, like that's 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 par for the okay.
1: course with our boy Adrian.
2: Yeah. Okay, fine. We,
1: we end this game with a little bit of a controversy. David Ochoa boots the ball into the stadium at the Wonderwall, and then Hassani Dotson, his U.S. men's national team teammate. Comes over and shoves him right away. That was great. That was great, by the way. I loved that. Chase Gasper gets in on it. Adrian Heath got in on it. Like, how often do you see that? The coach getting in on it? Michael Boxall. I would not want to mess with him. No, that guy guy looks huge. (laughs) Even on TV, that
2: guy looks massive. (laughs) Also, like, it even goes back to the Lod goal when they were trying to get the ball back and. Ochoa like just like falls on the ground and Chase Gasper just runs over and literally like rips it out from him.
1: Oh my gosh. I was
2: like, oh my this guy.
1: I think Ochoa made himself like a villain to Minnesota United for the rest of his career based on his theatrics. I am assuming that he was getting a fair share of heckling, but my response to that, and I am not extremely. Offended at the punting the ball into the wonder wall, um, it is incredibly d bag of him to do that. It is incredibly d bag of him to do that. But I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like how dare he? But <laughs> how and, dare? And, he? Just, and Justin can relate to this because Justin and I are both teachers, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows. We are both teachers, which is a profession, as is a professional soccer player. Professional soccer player makes a little bit more than us, but we are professionals. And Justin and I get thrown abuse at us. I, I don't want to say on a regular basis. Um, I've, I've been I've been doing this for 10 years now, and it doesn't come that often now, but I have received now. my fair share of abuse. Oh, James, it used to happen all the time. Like teachers, we, we are fair game and we have to maintain our professionalism and not be a D bag. And I expect the same from David Ochoa because I know he's only 20 years old, but I was only 23 when I started getting the insults hurled at me and I didn't do anything like that. So grow up David Ochoa. You can't make all that money and call yourself a professional and then punt a ball into the crowd. Is it, isn't he also the guy that cost you guys
0: a trip to the to the yes. World Cup or the Olympics or something? He had a big part of it. Where he like you know, he kicked, he basically got an assist on a goal. Like he kicked he kicked it right to similar to Gasper, like Gasper's how he basically was like, here you go, score a goal. Ochoa did that on like a, a clearance attempt or whatever. Like he was trying to kick it to a left back and didn't notice the guy standing ten feet in front of him that he kicked it right to who just immediately throws it into the net. So, yeah. Okay. I, I think, you know, I, and, and I'm going to go back to Sarah, which I think sh- I, we should watch more games with her. Cause I like her insight, but she was like, <laughs> she was like, why are they mad? Like, wouldn't people in the stands be happy if someone kicked a ball at them? Like, wouldn't that be fun? And also just like, it's just a game. And like, I, I think that that's the part of it too. Like I can't get too mad. I don't like a guy being a kind of a d bag, though. I think that that's more what I like. Like I'm against than anything, because he before he did it, like he he was like flexing, like he was trying to act like it was somehow like he had this great performance. When like we said before, I mean, yeah, 24 shots, but he how many saves did he have? Right, only two on goal, Uh, and we scored one, so we scored one. one. (laughs) We had one save. And I think it was like I think I remember that too. We kicked it right at him, right to his gut. So it's like, you know, okay, cool, dude. I think Adrian Heath said he he's got a lot of. Uh, oh
2: yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, oh man, I wish I could get it right. He
2: wait, wait. he I, said. I think
0: I sent the tweet to you guys, right?
1: He did, but you send a lot to us. We'd have to scroll pretty far to get it. But he basically was like. He has a lot of angst for not being that good or he has a well, lot was, of theatrics for not being that good. Yeah,
0: it was like he was like very bold for be not being that good. You know, like he's right. he def, and I I you know, I remember too and I don't know the I don't know what's behind this, but he got booed hard in Mexico when we played when we played in Mexico for for that the the qualifiers. Like every time he touched the ball, the crowd went nuts at him. So I think he just has a habit of being kind of a a thorn in the side of supporter
1: groups or maybe. He, he does, he did have the option to play for Mexico. Oh, is that that what it was? Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't know his history. And honestly, I would have, I would have defended him for his mistake in the Olympic qualifiers because I always defend my guys, but I don't know. David Ochoa, you're, you're not one of my guys so <laughs> not anymore anyway you're 20 years old grow up that's all i got to say grow up
0: and he's obviously good like i mean he's 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 good enough he's good for a 20 year old you know like he's not a world beater by any means uh but he, he he's he's going to be a guy that's in the future consideration to be one of the you know the the top american goalkeepers in the world right so you know, I, I I would hope that maybe he can change my mind, but I'm in the same boat
1: as you, Sam. I mean, just grow up. Yeah. Now, I also don't think we should be incredibly. How dare you? We, I don't know. Whatever. I, honestly, I was almost more mad that one of the guys from extra time thought it was funny that he did that, and Alexi Lawless like defended him on that and kind of came out against the Wonder Wall.
2: Leave you the guys... Wonderwall alone, man.
1: And I am not for I am not for heckling, right? Like I'm not for throwing disrespect at players on the field, whether they are for your team or for the other team. I am not for that at all. But again, if our society expects teachers to take it, we can expect our highly paid athletes to take it. So Hey, Justin, what was the worst heckling you ever received playing for St. Thomas? Because I can tell you the worst heckling I ever <laughs> contributed to as a member of the <laughs> UW-Eau, Claire, UW-Eau Claire Blue Gold Marching Band.
0: Just like you suck. I mean, that's like a lot of times that's what people say, right? They just tell you you suck. Uh, not, not the, only, the, the only thing that stands out to me, the only time that I actually got my feelings hurt by a fan... Oh. And it wasn't even feelings hurt. Like I wanted to like beat a kid up was uh, like my senior year of high school. We, we made it to the section championship game. So we were like a game away from state and uh, I was walking out to the bus after. So I had, I'd like, I broke, I, I, I got a gash in my chin. So I had to get stitches and I got stitches in their locker room by the, their team doctor while they were celebrating going to state. So I'm sitting here on this, on this, in the locker room on a bench uh, while this other team that just ended my high school career, I'm like getting my, my my chin sewed up, and then I go run out to the bus, and some guy from the other school is standing by our bus with we were the Tigers and it says the Tigers lost their ninth live or something like that. And I just was like, I wanted to be like you like I just I wanted to fight him. But my mother was with me and she wouldn't let me do it. Uh, but it but it's just like i don't know mom you can't like mom
2: let me beat him up mom
0: (laughs) you're like you're playing the game like like everybody that's that's cheering at you and making noises like they're not playing the game they're standing in the stands and i guess that always has kind of stuck with me a little bit like when i was a player it's like of course people are going to talk trash to you but they're not playing the game right so you can't you can't let it, you can't let it, I mean, it's easier said than done, but it's, you can't let it get to you because you actually, you're doing the thing, right? You're playing the game. They're just watching.
2: Yeah. Also, I found that tweet, by the way, if you wanted it word for word. What'd he say? He said, he's got some, yeah, he's got some edge on him for a kid who's not that good.
0: <laughs> Classic Heath. And what, it Box, Boxy said something fun too, I can't remember, you don't have to look that one up, but. I'm glad I'm glad they said something, you know. And and I think that it's going to make for an interesting game when we see them again uh, at the end of next month.
2: Oh, also also there was a reporter, I don't know like Fox's Alexi Lalas. I don't know if you got Yeah, know I who brought that him is. up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, forget yeah. him. Yeah. So worst heckling I ever was part of and I I was not the driving force. I'm not a big heckler, but I did blue gold marching band for one year with UW Claire and I forget which UW school we were playing, but what the band would do is they would Facebook stalk every opposing <laughs> teams uh, star players before playing them. It's, so especially the quarterback. And I just remember this particular quarterback, they found out his girlfriend's name was Tiffany And so we (laughs) sang breakfast at Tiffany's, like basically the entire first half of the game. (laughs) And it was UW Claire. So we probably lost like, I don't know, 48 to nothing, but still it was fun.
2: Worth it. Uh, You asked uh, Justin, Boxy called him a bit of a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Just classic straight to the point, you know, just a good insult. Well,
1: guys, Here's the question for you uh before we move on from this game have you lowered your expectations for Minnesota United FC we all had the loons as one of the top teams in the western conference we all thought of this as a season for silverware where are we at now uh how many games have we had a striker starting like a, I mean, who, like I mean
0: you Ed know Dello is this, is a striker and well oh, okay but is he going to is he going to come on he's He's, he's our third option, right? Like, he's going to be our third option down the line. I think that it's way too early. It's You know, the team isn't fully constructed yet, right? We're not... I mean, obviously, injuries are going to happen. We're going to have to, you know, learn how to play with who we've got. And there's going to be, you know, guys that right now are currently playing that are going to get hurt down the line. But I don't think this is the best product we have fourth. Um, and I think that we're going to be fine.
2: Also, like, putting us behind Austin in like power rankings.
1: Dude, ESPN they... had us 27 out of 27. Yeah. Like we were literally it's... behind Austin. ESPN well, had us behind Vancouver. Here here's so. what this is. This is the this is the
0: the national media who hates Adrian Heath's like worthy the underdog complex that want every opportunity to be like, "Well, here you go, be the worst team." I don't know. I I don't want to talk too much and try to like get all, get myself all hizzied out by this, but it's like this they they kind of want us to suck, you know, like because of because of Adrian and the way he portrays our team, right like
1: that's how they motivate us because our haters are our motivators <laughs> I mean look that's our know, thing
2: look put put it this way, right? sure, we have zero wins, but there's only one other team in the entire m l s that has two wins, so we're literally like one win away from being the same as like 25 other teams. Right. Like, um, And we're not the only ones who are 0 too, by the way. Th- thanks,
1: New York Red Bulls. <laughs> you're hanging out with us down the bottom. I guess what the we- only thing that I would say is that when you're talking the MLS Cup, which is the biggest prize, starting slow doesn't really matter, right? Just ask Seattle. They start slow every year and Cam- Cameron's been on the show twice this season already telling us about that. Yep. And they they make the MLS cup a lot and they've they've won it twice in recent years. They haven't won any MLS supporter shields recently. The last one was was a while ago, not quite 10 years ago, but it was a while ago. So that that's the only thing I would say is that if This season is going to be judged by if Minnesota brings home silverware or not. We're not doing us favors with the Supporters' Shield. In terms of the MLS Cup, I don't think we're in any worry. There's definitely no need to worry right now. But with the Supporters' Shield, it can be hard to keep up. And then I don't know where we're at with the U.S. Open Cup. I don't know if the U.S. Open Cup is going to happen I don't know if it happens how they're going to decide who's in, but if they decide that you're in based on your standings after the first 3 games like they originally were going to, then we're out of that competition, which Oh yeah, we
2: we're, we're tanked.
1: Right. So that that's my only thing. I I am with, I'm 100% with Justin is that we're not full strength yet. There's a lot of season left. I am still optimistic. I am still psyched.
2: You remember what we talked about like preseason and who who we thought we'd be up there and who, you know, whether Colorado was still a dark horse. And if you look at the Western Conference right now, bottom four teams are Portland, Colorado, Dallas, and us. You know, and most of us had two or three of those in the top four. So I think it's way too early to...
1: To stress, well, in, in two thousand eighteen, we would have been up at the top, right? Like fresh off a win against Orlando and Chicago, we were we were flying high in two thousand eighteen, and then ended up really sucking. So <laughs> we just we're just doing the reverse, you know.
0: Guys, I am looking at the 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 EPL match week two table, and Arsenal was in third place. So I mean, oh, come on, yeah, that tells you it, all you need to know. Man, you was in fifteenth; they had no points. So, I think we're going to be okay. Yep, because we All know we know we know the arsenals that are at the top are going to fall. And we know that the, the teams like Man U are going to, you know, the good ones are going to find a way to get better.
2: Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Speaking of, as a segue, what did you guys think about the the
1: good old European Super League? I I was going to say, I wanted to talk about it with you guys. I talked about it with Cameron last week, but I really wanted to hear what you guys had to say about it. James, mostly you. What are people saying in the Netherlands about this?
2: Oh, my God. Guys,
1: there was rioting in the streets. (laughs) In the Netherlands, there was.
2: No, like, the Netherlands is like, eh, we're not in it. But also, like, you know, we're too prim and pro. We'd never be in that. Also, because I don't think they'd get an invite. It's probably the, the main reason why they'd never not, get an invite. Not
0: even, uh, what is it, PSV or whatever it is?
2: Oh, Ajax. Ajax are like one point away from winning the... Like, they're 12 points ahead with four games to go. So <laughs> they need like, yeah, one point and they've won, basically.
0: So I I so Ajax wouldn't even make it? Like, aren't those, are those the top two? Like, PSV and Ajax, are those the two? Like, the two good Yeah, teams? but
2: like, there's, there's only three spots that get invited, right? Would have been invited. Hmm. So like, and you didn't have the Germans or the French in there or anything yet. So who knows what what would have happened, but Oh my God, guys. So it was like rioting in the streets in the UK. Like people were burning American flags. (laughs) Like it was, there was no joke. Like Manchester United was burning American flags outside Old Trafford. That's wild. Like it was just like Leeds, I'm sure you're talking about this, Justin, but Leeds played uh, the Merseyside Reds on Twitter. Leeds' Twitter admin is just, that. that person deserves a raise. But, like, it was just nuts. Like, even Prince William, like, royalty came out and said it was a bad
0: idea and that it shouldn't go ahead. I, I mean, we talked. We talked about this. This like I don't know. I mean, if you, this whole the, the past two years have felt like I don't know if well, I don't know time, but it it was like months ago where we talked about this when this was rumored, and we were like, this is stupid. Like no one's gonna be down with this. And then they're like, we're gonna try it anyway, because everyone's broke and they all need money.
1: So like, they're like, let's just see. Let's see if it's okay. Let's see if it works. Well, and heads are rolling, right? Like people are resigning all over the place. Well, Ed, Ed Woodward resigned, right? Like
2: chairman of uh, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. But but that's not what people want. People want those 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 American owners to keep their filthy filthy hands out of our football, our precious football.
0: Listen, you can only be greedy within your own country, okay? You can't be world worldwide greedy, okay? That's <laughs> yeah. too much. That's look, too much.
2: Look, Stan Kroenke, you already own like four teams, just. Leave your mitts off my off my one. Well, he he might he might soon no longer own us. Yeah, you're
1: gonna have. Uh, oh shoot, who is it? Spotify, the Spotify. Guy. Yep, Spotify is gonna own Arsenal. Those are Which gonna be good. some awkward looking jerseys. Yeah,
2: the Spotify logo <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm my Spotify premium membership uh, is is looking pretty good right now. Daniel Eck is uh, the name of the guy. With with help from Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, and uh, Patrick Vieira. Okay. Get some legends in there. Three invincibles. Not bad. We'll see. But no, uh, reaction in Europe was very bad. Uh, Nobody liked this at all. Football is for the fans was basically generally the message. Um, Unless you're Spain. Because... uh, Fl- Florentino, Florentino Florentino Perez like the the Real Madrid president was like oh no nah, only uh, only like 40 people turned up outside Stamford Bridge uh to say that they didn't like this idea and uh no nah, everyone everyone just kind of likes the idea I think everyone uh yeah, yeah, everyone <laughs> I think fine. but uh, like this is what them, people want this is what people want and and them in Barcelona like still haven't pulled out like Barcelona still think it would be a historical
0: mistake to pull out of this. So I I guess I don't know if I, I, I've talked with so many people about this. Like, I think this is, it's just, it's all like, I mean, obviously I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said by someone else already, but it's just all greed. Like it's, I think what I think, you know, and in Sam, you're going to say something like Justin, how do you feel about this? Because you're a bit, you're, you're now into the EPL now because of leads and like when i heard about this i was like is that this happens this sucks because what i think is really fun about epl that isn't true in then in, in american sports is that you have to put a good team out every year you have to cuz i mean even we give james a hard time for his terrible arsenal team who's you know 10th in the standings behind leeds at 9th but like but thanks we we but they're like, that means like, they're like nine and seven. Like if you compare it to like that NFL team, right? Like arsenals, they're like a nine and seven, eight and eight team. They're, they're a team that's just kind of meh, you know, but like, they're still, they're still going to whoop up on the crappy teams, you know, like they're still going to, they're still winning games. And like, you're going to, as, as a fan for James, it's not like he's watching the season of terrible game after terrible game. It's just about as good as it is bad. Right? Like, that's what's nice about that's what's nice about soccer leagues and having promotion and relegation is that it forces you to put forth a good product every single year. And these owners are like, man, let's be like the NFL and let's get even more money and have it not matter how bad we are because we're still in this top league and we can be terrible and just get our stuff kicked in and just make the money. you know like there's there's so many teams in, in American Pro sports that are just god awful and they 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 spend the minimum on players but their ownership is just raking in the cash cuz they got a pro sports team and i think what makes what makes all these 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 big soccer you know leagues great is the fact that they have to put forth a good product and they have to pay for players and that's what's happening right like all these teams are going bankrupt because they're spending so much on players they want to get more revenue but they also wanna pay less. I bet you that's 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 the what they want down the line. Like they wanna they don't want to have to pay as much for the players. There's there's no way that
2: a club like Arsenal is as profitable to Stan Kroenke as like the LA Rams are or the NBA team that he owns. Doesn't he also own like an MLB team or something? Like the,
1: well, he's got know, like the four, Colorado Avalanche, he has the uh Colorado Rapids, he has the LA Rams his Arsenal I don't know if he has the Denver Nuggets or not. I don't know. He might.
2: But like the gu- the guy like there's no way Arsenal makes us that Yeah, he has the he has Arsenal men and women's, the Rams, the Denver Nuggets, the Avalanche and the Rapids, and the Colorado
1: Mammoth of the oh, La Cross like yeah. And the, also LA- the
0: the Screaming Eagle Winery and Vineyards. Ooh. <laughs>
1: That he sounds has the great. LA. That that sounds he, like some place I would want to go if he didn't own it. You know the the
2: man has two esports teams as well.
1: Oh really? Yeah. I don't I don't understand esports. I know you do. I know that that's your jam. But
2: yeah. So like also the Nuggets and the Avalanche are actually held in the name of his wife mm. because NFL ownership restricts you from having teams in like other markets. So. Like, like, there's, there's no way out of his ten billion US dollars. That Arsenal is anywhere near the top of that list from those clubs. There's just no way.
0: And, that, and this is what it's all about,
2: right? It's just, it's just
0: greed that he wants more. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to make them a better team, James. Like they're going to be a crappy team in this league. They, but he's going to make more money. But you know what? We're gonna be damn side better than Tottenham, <laughs> who just lost another final. <laughs> you know what makes me hate this guy even more? I'm looking. I as 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 Sam points out, I love to look at a Wikipedia page. He Doing the same right now. So he bought he he moved the LA he moved the LA Rams to St Louis in 1995, and then they built up a team. They won a Super Bowl, and then he moved them back to LA. If I lived like I mean, in St Louis has a good fan base. That's cr- I I still can't get over that. Like so he moved them into St. Louis and took them out of
1: St. Louis. He did both of those moves. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's the worst part about American sports, the whole idea of relocation. Look up the story of the MK Dons if you if you're unfamiliar. Like that would just never it it flew once in the UK and it will never fly again. Nope. Now, should there be sanctions for the twelve clubs behind this Super League Hizzy?
2: Probably. Like But this is the thing, right? It's like It's like the players and the managers like have no say I mean even right. there's an article like Ed Woodward had no like they didn't even tell him and he's like the chairman. Mm. Right. Like the glaziers like didn't even mention it to him like he found out when everyone else found out you know so it's like if you're going to sanction like are you sanctioning players because they just play for the team where some higher up just made a decision about what was going on but then again if you sanction the team when you like drop them down a league well then that's hitting the owner right Mm -hmm. right in the pocket so it's basically doing the reverse of what the owner wants. Do I think like Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, both Man- Manchester clubs and Liverpool should all be relegated? Eh, probably not. But it would make a hell of an interesting Premier League.
0: Uh, well, Leeds, I Leeds the- people were talking about point deductions, right? Because Leeds has gotten some point deductions in recent history. Um, oh, yeah, like- I know. Could it be like that? I mean, that—that's another way to hit him in the pocket, right? You make less money the, the 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 lower down the table you finish. Just take points from him right now.
1: Well, I was just going to say though, like Cameron and I talked about this last week. UEFA and FIFA are coming out of this looking at like the good guys, but they are not good guys. No, and UEFA isn't going to want the Champions League semi-final they're not going to want to have to promote Everton against Sevilla or West Ham against Lazio <laughs> like they don't want that they don't want that they want Real Madrid they want Manchester United they want that that's what they want
2: so you, you mean Leeds versus Real Betis wouldn't uh wouldn't <laughs> tickle the fancy hey.
0: Uh, remember that list I sent you? Leeds is the fourth mo- fourth most watchable team in soccer, so calm
1: down, James. Yeah, maybe people would really like it, but I'm just thinking about... I'm just thinking about when I'm at work and we're just talking soccer. Like, no one's bringing up, hey, did you guys catch the Everton game? That's not what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, good, because they beat Arsenal. No one likes that game. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I I honestly, I would like them to just... Fine them and make them send all that money towards all the lower league clubs that are struggling uh, for their own existence. Just revive these clubs that are holding on by a thread. That should be their punishment. If it's the crime, right? Like they tried to ruin the entire system of European football. So let's force them to force them to uh, rebuild it. I don't know. Probably won't happen. But that was my thought. I looked yeah.
0: at one more thing about this cranky guy crank cranky. I don't know what it, whatever his name is. Uh, his wife is as an heiress to the, she's a Walton. She's
1: in the, the Walmart family. Ooh. So dislike them even more. Justin, did you know I worked for Walmart for five years? I bet you would be a fantastic Walmart employee. I was so good. I was so good. Honestly, it, it paid way better than when I moved to target. in college i worked for target and nice i would have never thought this in a million years but i preferred walmart Mm. i made like two dollars more an hour yeah anyway enough about the big boxes that is all we have for today our next match is home against austin saturday may 1st at 7 p.m hopefully we have some good news for you right after when we record our next pod. But guys, until then, pod on you loons. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Peace. Peace out. Peace.